first live under the official Rob Gosher Network. And while we're going to talk some history, this stuff is pretty nerdy. So let's jump in. I'll explain. Excuse me, always happens. <laughs> Who says uh, being a nerd and a geek and having fun can't be educational too? So now in universe, we're going to take a page from learning and talk about five gadgets from the 80s. Now the 80s had their share of what would become classic, even things you have today. Now it doesn't mean that all this stuff plays over well, but you've probably seen plenty of these things or possibly even had one. The first one here is one that, well, everybody knows the jingle too. The clapper. That conning jingle had every lazy person who didn't want to walk a few feet to uh, turn the lights do just that. This thing could be hooked up to any appliance, lights, television, possibly even set your microwave, who knows? And you could do it with a clap of your hand. Now it was big in 1984, however, you can actually still buy some of these from places like Walgreens or Amazon. So if you haven't got to use it yet, maybe you want to. It might not be as expensive as it once was. Alright, number two here. Now this brings me back. The Casio calculator watch. We all had those strange calculators in school. Graphing calculators. I think made by Texas Instruments. What was that, the company? What about a calculator and a watch in one? Well, the 80s had you covered. Also, with stopwatch capabilities, a calendar, and even an alarm, those who really wanted to, you know, have everything at their fingertips, before the iPhone, I guess, you would use one of these. This really isn't that odd of a machine. A lot of times, uh, military uses or uh, business uses would have machines similar to this, just not connected to your watch. That's what made it so cool because you were wearing something that everybody had, but not everybody could do. It was like James Bond minus the little button that would, you know, shoot something. This would strictly give you multiplication abilities. Woohoo! I don't know. It was pretty cool, guys. All right, number three, Polaroid, specifically the Polaroid 660. This is one of the original Polaroids. Now, I had one. My wife had one, I believe. My parents might still have theirs. I'm not sure. This was instant pictures before instant pictures. This literally would come out of the machine, and I'm sure you guys watching probably know what it is, but if you've never seen this before, this technology was amazing. Most of the time, if you had a camera, you had to take the film out, bring it into like a, uh, a Walgreens, get it done. Usually came back a couple of days later, picked up your photos. This gave you the ability to do it right then and there. You remember, you snap a photo, you shake it, you put it on the thing. A minute or two later, you have a photo. They may not have been the best quality, but the fact that it was instant is great. And this particular franchise here has started such a thing that actually I used to work at a, a Polaroid stand for a little while. Even to this day, Polaroid is super popular. 
They've now upgraded to connect to your phone and your computer and everything else, but it's still a Polaroid. And while the pictures might be better quality, the original usage is still pretty cool. Now, I might be using a Mac right now, but the Apple Mac 128K, oh yeah, the one with the floppy disk drive, this was your old school original Mac. Released in 1984, the Apple Macintosh was Apple's original personal computer. These were big and clunky, far cry from the nice, sleek visual that we have today. But for the time, it was a major accomplishment and changed people's perspectives on computers and technology for that matter. The Macintosh 128K played a huge role in the establishment of uh, desktop publishing as a general office function. And you might have noticed it was one of the popular topics in the CNN series of the 80s. They did a whole segment on them as well. These, these computers, really, are what made computer what it was today. Now, yes, you still have a mouse, you still have a screen, you still have a keyboard, but obviously they've updated what it looks like now. But without this, well, you probably wouldn't have what you had today, guys. Think about it. All right, lastly, as part of our show and tell, and this is something that, you know, I actually took a while to find one that was usable, the VCR, video cassette recorder. Most people, well, no, almost everybody probably knows what this thing is. However, many people after the age of maybe, I don't know, 1995 and up, probably didn't have a purpose to have one. Well, if you're like me and like to watch old school videos, and yes, I did have to buy an adapter to make those videos work. I can explain a different day on that one. Or you want to watch an old VHS, you can. You can even buy VHS tapes today. Really, um, if it wasn't for these, you wouldn't be able to watch a lot of stuff because before you had TV network, before you had the movie theater schedule, VCR was the only way to watch them on VHS. And I'll talk about these in just a second. Um, if you missed an episode or you missed the movie, you got to hope that it's coming to a blockbuster, haha, remember them, near you, or a movie store where you're going to be able to buy the VHS and have it permanently at home. A lot of times, like Disney, Star Wars, or even some of the original horror movies like Halloween and Aliens, actually now are, well, super, super pricey. Some offshoot cold movies, like a movie with, um, oh, what was her name? Uh, can't remember her name. Uh, Tammy and the T-Rex, very, very cold classic. Cost you a hundred bucks to buy on, D on a video. A Beatles movie, Let It Be, the, the, you know, one of the, the shows, also a hundred, a hundred bucks. A History of Violence with Viggo Mortensen, also a hundred bucks. And this movie came out in the 2000s. Well, you can tell where I'm going with this, and prices just get higher and higher as you go. Now, for my show and tell guys, had a couple here that my parents found. First, we have the Eyewitness series. If you remember the books, they're still made. It's an entire series of animals and uh, dinosaurs and uh, human body, stuff like that. And this was science before you had the internet. Now, stuff like PBS would have documentaries similar to this, but again, if you missed it, well, 
You snooze, you lose, right? The next one up is the sing-along songs. These were the big hits from multiple Disney movies, as you can tell here. We have things like Zippity Doodah, Hi Ho, The Bare Necessities, You Can Fly, Very Merry Christmas Songs, and more. Movies like Aristocats, Alice in Wonderland, and of course, Dodger and Friends from Oliver and Company as well. And lastly, for you Star Wars fans, yes, this is a copy, I swear it's in here, of The Return of the Jedi. Um, probably one of the last few remaining, I don't know, um, or at least one of the last few remaining you can actually afford on VHS. It's got all the pictures on the back. It's got the actors' names, all that stuff. Made from CBS Fox Video. And a lot of these companies, they're still, you know, Walt Disney Home Video is still around. DK Publishing is still around. Uh, the um, Eyewitness was also made with BBC. You remember that station is still around. So what do you think, guys? Those are just five of many. If you want to learn more, go check out the stuff. It's always fun nerding out, but it's fun to learn a little bit, too. Let us know what you think. Let us know what gadgets you want to talk about from the 80s. Let us know what other stuff from the 80s you want to talk about. Until then, guys, thank you so much for watching. Stay curious. We'll be back tomorrow with much more fun. Keep the conversation going on Discord and post.